Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. I was telling Marie at the beginning, I, I wish I would have thought to grab my much lighter vestments today. Holy smokes, man. That other room, I was like I'm in a, wearing a sauna. It was incredible. All right, so this is the question that I want to start with uh, a reflection tonight in the, for the homily. That Jesus is making this distinction between those who do things in order to be seen versus those who do things in secret. I just want to ask this question, just see where our hearts are at. Is it, wrong to be, is it wrong to desire to be noticed? Is it wrong to desire to be noticed, to desire to be seen? I think the answer is no. And I'll tell you why. And I do think we all come into this world with that desire. I think it's built into our hearts. I mean, just the very fact that, um, you know, every single one of us, when we start our lives as little itty-bitty babies... Like, we all first come to a, like self-awareness, self-possession, because we discover that we're being gazed upon, right? That's what psychologists tell us, this whole experience of a baby coming to realize, oh, I'm a separate entity. I, I'm not the same thing as my mom, right? That I am someone delighted and gazed upon, right? I am seen, I am noticed. Right from the very first moment, that's how we come to recognize that we are a self. That's pretty significant. And as we grow up, as every single one of us grew up along the way, we start saying this phrase, watch me, right? Watch me. And think about your kids. How many times did you hear the phrase, mom, watch this, dad, watch this, right? Maybe, no, not at all. No? Okay. Just thanks for playing. Okay. So like last night, last night, no, yesterday morning, I had uh, altar server training at my parish and I had, uh, uh, I had these two older brothers and their youngest brother who I think Linus is four or five. He's somewhere in that age. Anyway, he's at that perfect age where he just is, he's a, he's a nut. He's hilarious. Um, and uh, so after altar server training was done, he came over to me and he's like, Father Pat, watch this. And he did this like spin move and landed like he was a superhero, right? I mean, I was like, wow, that was incredible, Linus, right? And then, of course, he had to do a bunch of other moves, jumping off the steps, all these things. His mom's freaking out. He's about to knock over candles. It was, it was hilarious. I loved it. But... That phrase, watch this, watch this, right? So we have this beautiful desire, this actually beautiful desire to be seen and to be noticed, to be recognized. But the problem is, right, the, the idea is as we mature, as we age, especially as we age in our discipleship, our walk with the Lord, we are meant to aim that desire from outward to upward, right? We're meant to aim that desire towards the Father. This is what Jesus is talking about in the gospel that we have today, and we usually hear this gospel on Ash Wednesday, where he says, don't perform right, these righteous deeds so that others may see them. Right? He draws this distinction between drawing like public attention to yourself versus like being content with the fact that I have the like rapt attention of my heavenly father. Right? Like you never have to say to him, Father, watch this. He's like, I'm watching. I'm watching. I, I see you, right? I'm watching. Jesus refers to those people who are looking for that public attention. He refers to them. He uses the word hypocrites, which is a heavy word, a heavy, heavy word. Like we all know, you know, hypocrisy, right? People who say one thing, do another. But in the biblical Greek here, the, the word hypocrite, it referred to, in the ancient world, it referred to stage actors. 
which is really a significant kind of shift there. I think it's very illuminative. Hippocrates, stage actors, I think this is so powerful. Because here's the thing, when our hearts are not rooted in the love of the Heavenly Father, when we don't have our eyes, our imagination, like aware of the fact that I'm right now being beheld, like held in being from moment to moment, but I'm also being seen and delighted in, that I have his rapt attention, when I don't have that in mind, I will so quickly turn the world, everywhere I go, into a stage and every person around me into an audience member. I will very quickly move into performance mode, acting mode. I'll project out into the world a character that I think is most lovable and most likable. That really is what pride is in some ways, right? That I look at myself, I evaluate myself, and I see all these flaws and insecurities, all these places, these shortcomings, and so because I deem myself not lovable or likable, or these, this is a problem, this is a liability, so I project outwards a version of myself that I think is probably better, right? We wear masks, we wear our costumes, we have our lines that we just tell the world, right? We play a part. Look at me, look at me, notice me, love me. We project this out into the world. Um, a few years ago, this was the song that bubbled up in my imagination this morning. Usually, Lady Gaga does not feature, is not featured in my holy hours in the morning, to be totally transparent. But this song just like came into my imagination. I'm like, who sings that? I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Lady Gaga. Right? She sang the song a few years ago, I live for the applause. I live for the applause, the applause, the applause. Like, ugh, that is just a, 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 like a, a really nauseating way to live. Right? But I do think, I do think, it might not be obvious as we you know, just first look at our hearts, like, I don't live for the applause. Wow. But if we take a little time, I think we might be able to recognize, oh man, I kind of do in some ways. Right? At least I'll be the first to admit it. Like, I, I know there are seasons of my life as a disciple where, um, man, I was living for the applause. I was living for the applause. I loved giving talks and then people coming up to me afterwards like, oh, Patrick, that was the best talk I've ever heard. I'm like, no, stop, stop, no, stop. Go on. I mean, stop, right? Like, I loved it, like that affirmation. But here's the thing, like, there was a part of my heart because I was afraid that there was this stuff in me that I was just so afraid that there was stuff that the Father wasn't going to find lovable, that, that he was going to reject, right, that he was going to be mad at me. I had not really reconciled my heart to the Father and not stepped down into the open to let him really see me, to see myself being seen by him. There was this hardened part in the deep depth of my heart where, like, affirmation would come in, and then it would hit that outer shell of my heart and just boop, deflect off, right? It's like it couldn't sink in all the way because I'm like, nah, but if you really knew me, you wouldn't say that stuff because I really am not that great. So what did I do? I became addicted to it, right? I needed more and more of it. I needed to hear people tell me more, right? But it just, it doesn't work. I live for the applause, the applause, right? Blow the trumpet before you give your alms, all of that stuff. So what did I need? What I needed, what I really needed was for my father who sees in secret who sees my hidden depths, who sees my hidden deeds, I needed to let myself be seen by him, right? I needed to bring my heart into the open. This is why I love that Jesus says, when you pray, go into your inner room and then close the door, right? You've heard me preach about this before, but it, bear, it bears repeating. You go into your inner room to close the door. Why? Because we all know, we all have the experience that when we are behind closed doors, when it's just you alone, you know that you're off stage, 
you know that you're not acting. Like, you're not performing for anybody. And that's what the Father's saying. He's like, when you, like, that's the place I want you to be when you're in, like, when you're relating to me. Like, when you got Jesus sitting here on the altar, he's like, look, I don't need you to, like, put on this show for me. I, I, he's like, hey, I see in secret. In other words, I see your secrets. Like, I see right through you. Right? You don't have to pretend, you don't have to be pretending in front of me. You know, like, in, in fact, the less you do, the more effective this prayer thing is. The more real and honest and humble you can be, the more effective and powerful this prayer time will be. So he's saying to us today in this Mass, hey, look, it's, it's me. Like, you have my rapt attention. I'm watching. Not because you're so impressive, but because I love you. I love you. I love you. You have my attention. You have my heart. You have my affection. I'm looking at you. Just share your heart with me. You don't have to act. In fact, please don't. Please don't. That's our Father. That's our Lord. And that's who's meeting us in this Mass. Amen.